You're listening to Proxy, hosted by Bernard Kapulong and Sydney Lowe. Each week, we explore our obsession with internet subcultures, figuring out our identities, and how we fit into the world. On this episode, we talk about how little we really know our own parents and feel bad about ourselves for being such spoiled brats growing up. I thought it was cats. Neko Atsume. Yeah. Did I pronounce it wrong? Well, I don't know. When they called um, Kinokuniya? Kinokuniya? Yes. That's the bookstore. I called the bookstore. Yeah. And I was like, do you have any Neko Atsume merchandise? And they're like, say that again? They're like, what? And you're I'm like, like, you immediately knew. I'm like, Neko Atsume? And they're like, oh, Neko Atsume. I'm like, mm. I said it the <laughs> yeah, same way twice. Thought, yeah. How did you get that wrong? Yeah. They did it. So I'm missing Don Gato. I can't catch him. I don't even know what that is. Is that, he a drug lord? He's a cat. Oh, sounds okay. You know what I'm talking about? There's a I little, don't know the rare cats. I gave up. You gave up? I'm a dog person. You got the I Sphinx? Did you get the Sphinx cat? No. That one's easy. That one's the pyramid. Because I, I didn't buy that. I, I only bought things that... Well, I didn't buy things. I'm, well, I did, I did buy things. But I mean, you, you just buy certain items and then certain cats come. Yeah, but I don't have the patience to collect the currency for that, and I'm not going to shell out the three nine. It's a great deal. The like trust the goldfish. Me, I know. I can tell you it's a great deal because I've gotten a lot of value out of those four dollars. Yeah, I spent it. Like that. That's a good amount for a game. Like that's a lot of fun. Like fun per dollar. But yeah, I'm being very. Um, I'm using a lot of discretion before right. spending all of it. Uh, it's just I not expanded the I yard need. already. So, oh, okay. I'm already there. Hey Bernard, how are oh. you? You like I'm that good. cold open? I'm good. That was a cold open? From Neko Atsume to it's pretty hot hey, in here. Bernard, how's okay. it going? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm doing okay. How about you? I'm well. Uh, That's a lie. No, I'm, I'm tired, but yeah. uh, there we we're go. back. We're uh, back. Not by not weekly. Now it's bi-weekly, sort of. It's okay. It's, you know, it's, uh, delayed gratification. Absolutely. So, what are we talking about this week, Bernard? Hmm. Well, usually our topics are pretty relevant to our personal lives. I'm going home soon. I'm not going home. You're not going home. You're going home for a week, right? Yeah, I'm going home for a week. I want to see my parents. That's going to be good. Are they looking forward to seeing you? Yeah, I asked my mom when we were planning gifts because just gifts will be the death of me. She was like, um, I asked her, is there anything you want? Because, you know, that's like helpful. Uh, and, And she goes, oh, no, just having you home will be more than enough. So I'm like, all right, I'm going home. You're going to show up and when they pick you up, you'll be like, your gift is here. Yeah, yeah you should. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a very Kanye move. But that's what she wants. She wants her son. So mm-hmm. yeah, so looking forward to that. And you're going from Sunday? I'm leaving on Sunday. Yeah. Nice. When's the last time you were home? Um, I haven't gone back since I moved to New York. So it'll be that's nice. not too long ago. Yeah, it's like six oh, months. Right. You were hiding out for like two weeks, three weeks before you moved, right? What do you mean? You were back home before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did visit back home just to like drop off stuff and like recharge. And then it's like another big move. But yeah. Yeah. Going home, seeing my parents, seeing my family. Do you do you think it's uh, different every time you see your parents? Like a- every year that you go back, do you think, do you feel like your relationship has changed with your parents? Mm. 
Do you notice it yet? You know, that's a that's a really good question. I'm definitely going to keep that in mind. Um, just be, just because it's like you can kind of keep up with them. Like I try to FaceTime once a week, you know, and like I'm not even that good about it now. Mm-hmm. Just because for some reason I'm way I feel way busier in New York. But um, is that weird? Yeah, that it's, it is it's weird. almost like we're too busy even for a phone conversation or FaceTime. It actually does feel like there's not enough time to do. That. Yeah, be, well, yeah, it's either that or I don't have the energy. Yeah. Because you need both to have like a really good interaction. So even like my parents are super important to me, and uh, sometimes I can't even do that. So I I know like they'll understand, but it you know I kind of feel like like I don't know, I kind of feel bad about it just because like that's a very simple gesture, and like that's kind of all they right. want, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm, I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. I should really Facetime and say hello. When because when was the last time you did that? Maybe like two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Same with me. Yeah, uh, but I will be going back at the end of January. So nice. not. I'm, I think I'm only going for like four and a half days. Oh, okay. Very so quick. it's very brief, but you know, I'll see them the whole weekend. So mm-hmm. it'll be nice. I, I'm not going to be working, so I'll just be hanging out. Nice. It'll be good. Uh, and I'll have to take an Uber everywhere because they they only have one car now. Oh. Which was like back then we had like a really old car that we would be able to drive around. So mm-hmm. I was really spoiled. I would always take the old car. And I would always oh. be able to like take myself around. Yeah. And now I'm helpless. So, nice. but yeah, it'll be good to see them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's it's funny that two episodes ago we were talking about holiday stuff. Well, last one we were talking about holiday gifting. Yeah. yeah and then yeah, we yeah. talked about Thanksgiving. Right. And now we're talking about parents for the holidays. It's like a very seasonally themed. A little bit. Yeah. It's a seasonally themed episode, series of episodes. And the topic of parents uh, makes me think about that episode of Masters of None, which yes. is sort of the inspiration for this episode. Um, have you watched the whole season or just that? No, I, I finished the season. So for those of you that don't know, it's Aziz Ansari's um, show on Netflix. Yeah. And uh, he kind of translates, I think it's his book and some of his stand-up into like full-on episodes. Yeah. To explain some of his ideas. And then this episode in particular that resonated, or I think resonated with Sydney and me, is there, the episode about parents. I think it's just called Parents. Yeah, it's the second episode. Yeah. So it's, it's right off the bat of the season. It's weird because it's, he plays himself, but mm-hmm. it's a fictional version of himself named Dev. So he's an Indian American actor. Yeah. Uh, I heard about it before I saw it. Okay. So people were talking about it online, on Twitter, on Facebook. And I had just seen the first episode, so that I had known that it was a big deal because people were were telling me to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what were your thoughts? Well, maybe maybe we should set the stage a little bit better. So yeah, maybe. maybe yeah. So it's what basically what happens. You should watch it first of all. But basically, what happens is um, Aziz Aziz's character and his friend, who's Asian American, I believe. Taiwanese American. Taiwanese, sorry. Yeah, Taiwanese American. And they're both first generation, right? Yeah, it takes a while for to find out. I just assumed he was like Chinese, but oh, he's, he's okay. Taiwanese yeah. particularly, yeah. Um, and the episode starts with them uh, kind of just being really like obviously rude and disrespectful to their parents. Yeah. Uh, in a way that's like, it, it's kind of jarring, but at the, like there's some, like everyone has done something like that at some point. So it's like you you relate. It's like that's awful, but you're like, oh, I'm that person at one point. Oh right, because it's uh, Aziz's dad 
is like, hey, my iPad, I updated yeah, it. And yeah. then now the sounds don't come through. And he's like, I don't have time for that, dad. Yeah, I gotta yeah. go. And for then, something super trivial, and it's like it only it would only take like five seconds to help your dad with like IT support. Yeah. And then the the Asian guy the Chinese guy's uh dad is like, Hey, um could when you're out, could you like run and grab a bag of rice? Yeah. And he's like, no, because I really like the trivia in the movies. <laughs> so I'm just going to go now. And like each time they say no, mm. and they like zoom into the dad and then they like flash back to when they were a child. Yeah. And it goes back to like when they were not in America growing up dirt poor. Right. So like it shows that yeah. struggle. Show, showing the struggle. Right. Right. Um, and then what happens next? Part of the story is they realize like, hey, you know, we never say thank you to our parents. So we should throw them um a dinner basically just to say thank you and like both both sets of parents um show up and when they start talking they kind of open up and reveal a little bit about themselves and it's it's new to both of the characters the sons right and then and then the i think the the follow-through that's funny is that what they don't expect is that their parents are now friends yeah and they're texting each other and they have jokes about their kids yeah. But they're doing it publicly on the text message thread. Mm. And it seems like they're very much human beings that aren't just their parents. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's new it's new um for Dev and I forget his friend. Um because they they usually only see their parents as just parents. Right. And not as like people, you know, who make friends and have jokes and things like that. And then there's that scene after dinner. The next day when they're walking, I think they're walking through the Lower East Side. They're walking through the park. It feels like they're walking through the basketball court park area mm, oh, near okay. South Edge. Yeah, yeah. And, or maybe it's Tompkins Square Park um, because it's in New York City. So it's very easy. It's very easy to see that they're in certain parts of the city. Mm. Um, but they're talking about how like they didn't know certain things about their parents or like, I didn't know they did this, blah, 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 you know, because... I think they found out more about their parents' upbringing and they didn't realize like the whole guitar thing. Yeah. Right. He, he learned that his dad had like always wanted a guitar. So his dad, when he, his dad moved to the country and became a doctor uh, and, you know, had him, he spoiled. Yeah. Uh, he spoiled his son by buying him all the things that he wanted. He's like, dad, I want this. And he like, he buys it and then he like doesn't use it. He's like, oh, I'm playing video games. Right. So it's like an an interesting interplay looking at, how little the parents had when they were growing up mm-hmm. and then how much they wanted to give their kids, but their kids didn't realize why they were getting the things that they were getting. Right. And then uh, the, I think the Taiwanese person was the Taiwanese guy was saying, how I was like, my dad never says anything. He doesn't have any interest. He has no friends. Mm-hmm. He just says like, uh, I don't know. I like it. Or like, he just doesn't really say much. He's yeah. just like, I don't know. And it's like really weird to see how little he knows about his dad. Cause then you like flashback to his dad and like growing up and how he had like the burden of living in a village and like he, yeah. his, his parents ate his pet chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So th- these, the parents had stories and I think not even just like showing uh, what they wanted and, um, and try to spoil their kids with that. It's also just like all the things they had to overcome to get there, to give them that life. Cause my, I feel the same way about my parents is that like, you know, they, they weren't rich or whatever growing up. Mm -hmm. Um, and they came here to provide a life for me that they couldn't have. And they wanted, you know, because you grow up with that already and it's not like 
it's never a, a desire you think about like, oh, I want this because you've never experienced not having it. Right. It's very easy to take for granted. And I think they were kind of trying to, to remind viewers of that. Yeah. And I think it's also with age too. Yeah. Because they're at a certain point in their lives where their relationship with their parents change. And I'm starting mm. to notice that. So I don't know. How did that resonate with you with the episode? Mm. Was it funny for you or did it actually strike a chord? I think it was both. I mean, some of it is funny, but I thought it was, I still thought it was really relatable. Like I helped my dad with, I, I feel like, oh, okay, here, here's an example. Um, my dad asked me for help for something on his, his iPad or whatever. And at one point, I think I just lost patience and I told, I taught him how to use Google and I regret that decision. Now. You told him to Google it. I told him, I literally said like, you know, you can just Google it. And I'm, I'm thinking now that that was kind of like a dick move uh, <laughs> because like, like the next time, I don't know, I, was, I mentioned to him, like I came to him with a problem and he's like, oh, why don't you just Google it? <laughs> like, oh, yo, so the funny. shade. Yeah, um, that's funny. But it's that's... like, it's kind of true because like even, even if it's kind of um, maybe not the most exciting thing to talk about, sure, like yeah. tech support is still like a, an excuse or a reason that could lead to you know, a, a nice conversation or like catching up about other things with your parents. And I feel like that's kind of just all they, they really want um, growing up. Like when, once you're an adult, your parents just kind of, you know, they still love you and like, they, but you're different than how they used to see you. Right. Yeah. And I think just something like, you don't have to get good grades for them anymore or whatever. Um, but just like ask them how they're doing or tell them about how you're doing. I think, I think that's all they really want and uh an easy in especially for for like you know those parents who aren't very affectionate and that i think that could be common in like asian cultures yeah is they they might ask you for help on, on something like this so outside of that one instance of tech support <laughs> yeah uh how's your relationship with your parents is it is it something that's very similar to how they express the two characters in the show mm, i think I'm a little bit better than they are about it because <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think like I very much love my parents and I, I'm not ashamed of them. Cause you know how like some kids grow up. I, I honestly don't get this. Oh, you're they're like, ashamed. dad, I don't, I don't want to be seen with you. Like drop me off over here. Oh, Cause they were like, it's uncool. Yeah. They think it's uncool. I'm like, what? It's like, so it's so rare to have like a good relationship with your parents. And that's why I'm super grateful that they're so good to me. You know, yeah. mom's listening, so it's, yeah. It's, it's, my, like my mom, my mom listens to Proxy. Like she'll listen next to me, <laughs> out loud on the speakers of her iPad, and I'm like, I need to go to. You're like, stop room. it, yeah, stop it. Um, I don't know. Like, I think I took that episode way more personally than anyone else. How so? I think I'm at the point in my in my understanding of my relationship with my parents where I'm starting to see a little bit more of who they are outside of like every single thing that I know them as for my parents. Okay. And I'm starting to understand a little bit about how, how different I am from them. Mm. And it's weird. It's very unsettling to watch it on the screen because the instances where, where they kind of clash in the mm -hmm. characters clash with their parents, it like it hit home because yeah. I'm thinking about my dad and I'm thinking about my mom and I really don't know much about them. 
mm-hmm. like historically i don't know much about them mm-hmm. i don't know the flashback yeah like what their life was like like say when they were your age or something yeah i don't i don't know any of the things that they were worried about when they were 18 mm-hmm. i don't know what they're scared of i don't know what their dreams were i just know that they ended up being my parents yeah you know what i mean and it's weird like my dad doesn't talk that much he's a very quiet person yeah he's Mine very too. reserved he's very stoic yep but in the past five years, I've seen him smile and laugh more than I ever seen, you know, growing up. Mm. Now, my question to myself is, well, what else is there to my dad? Mm. Like, what else did he experience growing up? Like, I, when I went to Hong Kong two years ago, we we were like, oh, let's go to this dim sum restaurant that's really famous. It's like the only Michelin rated restaurant, um, dim sum restaurant in the mm. world. And there was like an hour and a half wait. And it happened to be in the neighborhood that my dad grew up in. So we like walked around and he was telling me, he's like, that's where I grew up. I'm like, this is, this is the schoyard. And after, after dim sum, we went into the schoolyard mm-hmm. of where he went to kindergarten school. And he was like describing this big tree in the middle of the yard. And he was like, that's the tree that I used to play with as a kid. And we're like, however many thousands of miles away from home. Yeah. And he hadn't been home in like 30 years. That was his first time in Hong Kong in 30 years. That's crazy. And then the principal comes out because it's like a random weekend. Well, and the principal okay. comes out and he's like, and then we start talking to her and then she's not the principal that he had, obviously, yeah, yeah. but they were talking and like, oh, do you know this person? Yeah, I know this person. Oh, I was a kid here at this school. And then they were looking and seeing all the things that were the same. It was just really insane to think like mm-hmm. my dad actually lived an, a life before that. Right. Like an actual life, not just an idea of like, oh, you know, my, my dad's from Hong Kong and he like did this and did that. It's like he. Yeah. There's like a lot of stuff there and like I honestly don't know much about it. So I think that's the part that hit home for me is how little I know about my parents. Mm-hmm. Yet when I see them, it's just like, oh, they're my parents. Yeah. Are you going to make a better effort to like try to learn about that? Yeah. I just also, I'm, I don't know how to bring it up. I don't know if they know how to share that in the same way that like I'm sharing it with you. Right. And the reason why is because I think, I think like in the episode, like the dad asks about the iPad mm-hmm. in the same way the other dad asked about like getting a bag of rice is that the only way they know how to conversate is through sort of the idea of like utility and function. Uh, it's like an immigrant mentality of, of like there's no luxury of sitting down and talking about nothing. That's yeah. very, those are very rare. I think they actually, you know what I, mean? I think they actually mentioned that like the, like Aziz or not Aziz, Dev goes, what do you guys do for fun? It's like, we didn't have time for fun. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they, they don't even think of those like moments because yeah, it to them exist. it doesn't exist. So exactly. like when they say like, hey, I want to sit down and ask you about my iPad. To me, it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Like when my mom texts me like, hey, my like dad's iPhone is like inverted colors. And I'm like, duh, it's inverted colors. Yeah. You go to settings. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, go to settings. Like I'm typing it the way I'm talking. I'm like, mm-hmm. go to settings, go to accessibility turn off inverted colors my mom's like thanks yeah smiley face and i think it's just their way of like wanting to talk to me yeah i think so too because they don't know how to say hey you know what's going on how's life they they like they say hey what's going on how's work right. it's, it's like the filter of like yeah. there's got to be a utility in the conversation yeah and it's it's just strange um but i think my parents are turning around to it because they're, okay. they're now that i'm not home they're way more relaxed yeah they go on vacations and stuff but I don't know. Do you when when I'm telling you about this, does that trigger anything for you with your parents, or do you know more about your parents? Um, no, I I think it's kind of similar. I I mean, my dad would kind of tell me stories about like the things he he grew up doing, but they're 
um I, they make me think like he's he's the coolest guy ever <laughs> oh, and i'm wait. like what happened like where did i go wrong are your mom and dad both from the philippines yeah are they from the same town no my mom was more from the city and my dad was um more from like the provinces okay uh like but he he was his city was like where they they make butterfly knives like ballast songs oh okay so he was like the cool dude yeah or? and like his <laughs> his uh his brother his older brother was um like in the in the military he was like a brigadier general and you know the kapulong name was like feared and respected it was a feared name yeah yeah Oh, that's my, crazy. my dad would do so i, I kind of know this now um i didn't really know this uh when like like when my dad was working right and mm -hmm. when i was a kid I, I didn't pay attention to this stuff but now that you know he's retired and he can pursue his own interests i can mm -hmm. kind of see and now that i'm older i can definitely see like where these interests came from and you know it's um a lot of it's like his chance to act on his his dreams and goals or whatever when he was younger but sure yeah. maybe couldn't in the philippines yeah and uh, for example he's really into collecting and restoring classic toyota cars dude i see the i, I see those facebook photos yeah he's a champion bro yeah like i think the last show he entered um he he won like first and second place for both of his cars what you know? a boss yeah he's and i i learned that he he's into that because um he would drag race in the philippines and the car he collects now was the one car that beat his his build back then whoa that's so a crazy it, story it's like a crazy story right that's it's not like, just like a weird like my dad's weird he's an obsession with his car it's like there's a reason for yeah. his obsession yeah he lost to the that one car and then now he's like you know i i need to have it that's crazy that's cool right that's really cool and yeah and it's like something i i wouldn't have known i would just think yeah my dad works at like pacific bell you know he's in an office and like he brings me candy that's awesome yeah like my dad my, my dad to me is like my dad owns a dry cleaner with mm. with his you know with his brothers and you know they owned it for 20 years and 20 plus years and you know blah 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 it's like it's a very boring story on the outside yeah. you know it's like it's like a, a typical immigrant story mm. i don't know yeah i wonder if you having you know having siblings plays into that Plays into, the, yeah, plays into the idea of knowing a little bit more because it's you have to support one another. Because mm -hmm. I'm thinking, I, one, I feel guilty because I know so little about my parents. Mm -hmm. But two, they also protected me from it because I was the only child. Yeah. They didn't even want me to work in the dry cleaner. They they mm -hmm. would do it. I would be like, hey, I want to work. I want to get some money so I can like do cool things. And they're like, eh, you're too young to have a job. And I won't let you work here because... I don't know. It was just, you're too young. Yeah. Uh, they wanted to protect me. So they, they just never gave me like, I don't know. They never gave me a sense of identity in that regard is from like a family sense. They wanted me to like be my own person. Yeah. So thinking back, I'm like, I never had a conversation about their childhood. Right. That's still interesting. Well, cause I, I would say the same for me though. Cause yeah. you know, um, my parents had like, Maybe it's common for Asian parents, but you know, they, their idea of success is like wealth, yeah, and uh, wealth status, yeah, just to, to have and like power and respect and like one like a great example of a profession that is like um, that has all of those things that's respectable is uh, being a doctor, right? So that's why I was pursuing <laughs> premed. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, it's it's kind of like they they don't want me to end up like they did 
but they're gonna push me um in so in like so many ways and like provide for me in so many ways so that i could have what they don't right um i i did i didn't like give them exactly that sure um yeah but it doesn't mean you know that they're disappointed and it doesn't mean that i'm not grateful for for what they've done um, yeah that's i mean my, my parents are kind of the same in that regard mm-hmm. they they even even my first year of art school my mom was like you know nyu's got a really good business program if you change your mind and i was maybe two semesters in right and she was already but just just in case yeah it's kind of you hinting. really regret it yeah like, you can just go to business school um so there's that mm-hmm. um, but as for like having siblings um and that helping i i don't really think so it's so weird though it's like a very first generation type thing mm-hmm. because zero generation spends so like 99 percent of their time is spent surviving mm-hmm. that it's hard for someone in the first generation position to to relate because you go through all these like completely brand new problems yeah first generation kid goes to a public school, you know, it's mixed race, you know, mixed gender. You have different problems that don't exist from like back home. You you start dating, you start joining social clubs, you start driving, you start get you get a job, mm-hmm. you go to college. These are all the opposite of immigrating. Immigrating doesn't involve any of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's so blue collar and then everything we went through was very like white collar almost. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I can I just assume my parents have been together since they were born. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But like they had a history. They probably yeah. dated other people. Like my, I learned, the one thing I do know about my dad is, is that he was a hippie. Ah, uh, okay. And that when he was here, he was totally like the pot smoking type of dude on like Haight-Ashbury in San Francisco. <laughs> so like that I know yeah. about him. But like as far as hobbies and like passions, I don't know shit about that. Mm. Um, and it's it's weird to not know that about him, knowing how much knowing how much i'm into certain things it's Mm -hmm. weird to think that like i don't know what they're into other than that they're really into being my parents (laughs) which is sort of that's that's a that's a great thing though yeah i mean it's i mean maybe they're not into it maybe that's just that's not by design i mean that's by design we have to take care of that thing oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. okay no no, no. like once i stop getting text messages saying are you okay means like they've let go they're just like you know (laughs) yeah if he doesn't reply it means it's fine (laughs) i don't know um what else in that episode did it spark anything for you? Um, I liked the part. Well, I, I don't like it, but I guess uh, I, it resonated with me. Was the part where um, Dev's dad was he wanted a guitar growing up? He didn't get one, right? I think a bully like smashed like whatever the abacus so, something. Oh, no, no, he, no, he smashed the abacus, but he wanted the guitar, and they never got. He never got. Yeah, it. he never got. He never yeah, got. Yeah. So when he became a doctor in America, he was able to afford one, and he got one for Dev. But Dev was too busy playing Street Fighter yeah. on Super Nintendo to even appreciate that. Right. And that kind of reminds me of me because I was such a spoiled brat now that I think about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I always knew I was spoiled, but um, I, I didn't really, I didn't ask for much. But basically anything I asked for, my parents would give me a deal and it's just like, get straight A's and you'll get it. That's a, I mean, that's a pretty strict yeah. standard yeah, that's, negotiation. Right. Is, yeah, give me straight A's this quarter and maybe you'll get that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I remember I remember I really wanted a Nintendo 64, right? Word. For, for Christmas. And that thing cost $99. Was that? That wasn't brand new. That was like a, that was back after, it was after it was released? Um, 
No, no, I think it did come out for the holidays, but it was still like, I still want to say it was ni- at least $99. Maybe one, maybe one, maybe one ninety nine. Come on, dude. Really? Dude, well, games are really expensive I, back then. Super yeah. Nintendo was 200 something dollars. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Um, so you want but to, yeah, yeah, it was like something insanely expensive and like I had no, no grasp of, you know, cost like money because you just wanted it. it's like, but I got the straight A's like you told, you know? Yeah. And so I felt like entitled to it and I got laser tag and like the laser tag set, when you think about it, it's still amazing. You can play laser tag at home, but it wasn't exactly what I wanted. And I think I was kind of a, a baby about it. Oh, like you were really like you didn't even like it. You just didn't no, like I was or? visibly like disappointed, and I know that broke my parents' heart. Oof, and I'm rough. just like, now it's like that. That would be like asking you know for like a limited edition like PS4 Metal Gear Solid yeah. type thing <laughs> on short notice. And it's like if you don't get it, you know that's something understandable. Mind but, you, this is pre Amazon and pre Amazon Prime. Yeah, exactly. So you'd have to go to a Toys R Us and fight crowds <laughs> to get the holiday gift. That's super relevant. And I know back then you couldn't get video games just on demand. Mm-hmm. Certain games, certain systems were sold out. You had to take the ticket from the plastic sleeve <laughs> and then you'd have to go past the register, go to a very special place where it looked like VIP security where you drop off coat check. Uh-huh. You give them the ticket and they go, give me one second. They go in the back yeah, and they, they pull the game and the they go, it's seventy nine ninety nine. I know, right? That's crazy. The reason why I know that is because I used to get taken to Toys R Us all the time, and I would be like, I want that. Oh. No. I want that. No. <laughs> okay. I want that. No. One time they let me buy a video game. I bought the most expensive video game uh-huh. on the rack. I bought Chrono Trigger, which is like an RPG. Oh, yeah. $79. Yeah. Every other game was 59 Dude, that's crazy. That's insane. It's yeah. worth like $300 now, the cartridge. Baller. Yeah. But yeah, I feel you. So, so that was that was my memory of like the most spoiled I think I've ever acted or been. Mm-hmm. What about you? Do you have anything like that? Spoiled? Uh, yes. Uh, it's also related to video games as well. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's just boys will be boys. Mm-hmm. Not to generalize, but that's a pretty, pretty good statement. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty true. I think that was the last time I ever had a birthday party was my parents tried to invite everyone over. All I wanted to do was oh. play Sega Genesis in peace yeah. <laughs> in fucking yeah peace you don't want to share by okay. myself i'm an only child yeah, i only play true. one player games story mode okay story mode is meant for me 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 and me <laughs> yeah and and like i was in hindsight you can I, I can see like why if i had just figured that out at a younger age i would be so much less socially awkward <laughs> you know growing up i would just be yeah. more comfortable more extroverted right. more just like comfortable hanging out with people but everyone came over and they're all hanging out at my house and it never happens. And I just throw a hissy fit because I'm just like, man, I want to play my video game. Yeah, and then my parents are like, you need to calm the fuck down. <laughs> like, you straight up need to calm the fuck down. Yeah. And I was just like being a pussy about it. And like, it was like that moment that I realized I was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have any birthday parties. They never threw me a birthday party ever again. Oh, okay. I think it's just yeah. like, it's too much drama. Yeah. Um, they were just looking out for you. Yeah. I think the most spoiled thing though was probably high school. I, I really, really, uh, like rode their trust to the ground mm. when it came to like, oh, now I'm almost, I'm almost an adult. You know, I have a driver's license. I'm just going to go out and stay out. Um, yeah. Pretty irresponsible. I would I used to like hang out with friends and I would just like, you know, I had a cell phone. I, I didn't call. I didn't text. Oh. And then yeah. she would call in the middle of the night or like in the morning and be like, where the fuck were you? Like, where were you? She wouldn't curse at me, but she's like, where were yeah. you? She's like actually upset. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, mom. Like, I just, I was fine. I was just at my friend's house, you know, like very dismissive. Yeah. 
Uh, and I think, I think in hindsight, being spoiled in that way, where I didn't value the amount of trust they gave me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I think in hindsight, I was like, man, that was a very immature move. Even that though was. I thought I was being an adult, yeah, probably a very immature move. Um, what else? So okay, I okay. I, I, I was one. just gonna be like, just share one, Sydney, and just, you're like, okay, well, this is gonna be an hour episode. <laughs> I have one, and then this will be the last. Maybe it will be the last thing. You tell me. Is um, Dev ends up getting a guitar for his dad. We're spoiling the episode. You should watch it. Yeah, Uh, he ends up getting a guitar for his dad, and his dad the next day is like, "Yeah, (laughs) I thought I wanted the guitar, but it's too difficult to play, and it hurts my hands. I'm just gonna play my iPad games." And Uh then the episode ends, right? Yeah. I think for me that that was a funny moment, but it resonated with me because it illustrates the fact that you and I are talking about our parents Hmm. as these individuals that live in this past. Right. They are our parents, our memories of them growing up as these iconic people who have flaws and they have mysteries. We don't know who they Mm. are, but they're the people that, you know, we strive to appease and, and, and make happy. Mm. But at the end of the day, they are human Mm -hmm. and they're different now than they were yesterday. Mm hmm. And to illustrate a point, just because you know your dad has a has a past doesn't mean he's gonna like it now. Yeah. And it's it's funny because it's like I got you the guitar that you always wanted as a kid that that is like haunting your dreams as like a as a memory that's always in your brain. He's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't care about it anymore. I just yeah. don't put my iPad. <laughs> it's like, like dude, that was so long ago. That yeah. was mad long. <laughs> it was mad long ago. And yeah. it's like, wait, but but dad, you're you're not normal. Like you're not allowed to do that. It's yeah. like, yeah. So I think the the filter for me is as much as I want to get to know my parents and I should, mm. I should also kind of embrace the fact that, you know, now, now the relationship is different. Yeah. It's okay to not know. And it's okay to learn about them and also kind of see where they are now. Yeah. Because I, think, I, I actually don't important. even, I don't even know where they are now. I think knowing them, knowing them for who they were and getting a little more context actually will help me get to know them better now. Mm-hmm. I think that's the key takeaway. Yeah, because most of the time it's when I sit down with them, you know, it's very selfish. They talk about me because I think they they want to know if they can still take care of me. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, I that's think that's true. my plan next month. Uh, I don't know. Okay, what are your thoughts? Um, just you know, to expand on that, I think it's I think it's important to know where they came from and what they grew up, you know, doing. Uh, just so you kind of understand uh, all the sacrifice they've done for you Mm -hmm. and just exactly how like amazing that that is um just because it gives you a better appreciation when when you're able to understand that yeah that you can because like you said they're they're different now and for those of us who are lucky enough to have them around still like now is the chance to start that relationship or yeah. build upon that relationship. And they know so much more and they, they, they really do have a lot of experiences that we mm. take for granted. And, and even me just hearing you say that, I think about when I was working on my book and I published it, mm. that year of me working on it was such a stressful time. Mm. But in, in context, my parents moved to a new country I don't know how many people they knew. I've heard stories where people were like, I moved to this country with $100. Yeah. And I didn't know anybody. I didn't even speak the language. Yeah. And and now they have a career, they have a home, they have, you know, they have you, they have grandkids. And it's like, yeah, how scary is that compared to me publishing a book? It's like way scary. Yeah, I know. It involves so much more and like your life is on the line. Mine, my life was not on the line. I maxed out a credit card. Mm-hmm. Big fucking deal. So I, I think the context of 
appreciating how how much we undervalue our parents' experiences and how it can benefit us by kind of by acknowledging the fact that they're right there mm-hmm. and they're always willing to help, but we tend to forget it. Yeah. I think that was just a, a good reality check. All right. Episode. So I'm just going to pull out my phone and uh, listeners, you should pull out your phone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to text my mom. And just be like, hey. All right. I'm, I'm going to one up you. I should just like FaceTime her right, <laughs> right now. on right live. <laughs> this episode is going to go long. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably just going to FaceTime her right now. <laughs> and uh, she's probably not going to pick up. Because it's five twenty three, she's at work. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> this actually might be rude, and she might get mad at me. So maybe I won't do it. Yeah, maybe she'll, I'll be like, save this, it. She, she'll be like, "I gotta go." Bye. Yeah. Uh, but is this gonna be the last episode of the year? Are we gonna be able to do another one? We'll keep on guessing. We'll it'll, keep on guessing. It'll, it'll be. It, it depends if they're naughty or nice. <laughs> yeah, you have to check the gift uh, guide mm-hmm. that Bernard wrote, no, please. Uh, but thank you for listening. Uh, we're proxy. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can find us on the podcast app in your phone. If you search mm-hmm. proxy, if you leave a review, um, after you're done leaving a review, go back to texting your parents and yes. saying how much you appreciate them. I certainly will. Um, where else can you listen to us, uh, Bernard? You can find us on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com forward slash proxy FM. I've trained him like a... Mm-hmm. Like uh, Nico Atsume Cat, which is very programmed. Uh, but you can listen to us yeah. on SoundCloud. If you have a SoundCloud profile, you can follow us. Man. Oh, my mom texted back. I'm going to go uh, talk to my mom, talk to my parents. Mm-hmm. And you guys should too. Yes. If you can. Have a great holiday season. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week. Maybe. Thanks. Bye. Yeah.